The wait is over. That's right. Season five of The Kardashians is here. Just when you thought life couldn't get any faster, they're punching it up into overdrive. Chris, Courtney, Kim, Chloe, Kendall, and Kylie are back and continue to defy expectations in all their endeavors. So get ready to go behind the glitz and glamour of the most iconic family on television. The all-new season of The Kardashians premieres May 23rd, streaming on Hulu. Summer is almost here. Don't you want to go to the beach with thicker, gorgeous, beautiful locks and everyone goes, hey, I love your hair, and you go... Neutrophil, baby. <laughs> you know, something along that lines. Well, take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering my listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and you enter the promo code TSFS. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. I recommend it. I've been taking Nutrafol for years. It's how I got my hair back thicker and not falling out in chunks after I had KJ. Now it's your turn. Nutrafol has been on with me for years, and that's because you all continue to buy, and it really works. I love it. Now it's your turn to love it too. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com with the promo code T-S-F-S. That's Nutrafol.com with the promo code T-S-F-S. Via Hemp, let's talk about it. Via Hemp offers THC and non-TH craft cannabis experiences. Now, I love a non-THC option when it comes to your overall wellness. I'm talking sleep aid, maybe anxiety if you have that. Well, that's where Via comes into play. And did you know even a non-THC option, if you're doing fertility or IVF, can be helpful? Look into that. Well, Via is incredible. You got to be 21 plus. You can get 15% off with my exclusive code TSFS when you go to ViaHemp, V-I-I-A, hemp.com. They have all kinds of lifestyle products. And like I said, the best part is with the THC or without, so you don't have the buzzy buzzy. Don't you love my cannabis lingo? I mean, the buzzy buzzy. Anyway, I'm unique. What can I say. Look, order now. You're going to love Via Hemp. Use the code TSFS to receive 15% off and a one-time free sample of their award-winning gummies, 21 plus. That's viahemp.com and use the code TSFS at checkout. Support the show. Tell them I sent you and enhance your everyday life with Via Hemp. episode is brought to you by Territory. Have you entered the giveaway for a beautiful Territory map? It's on my Instagram at the Sarah Fraser Show. The drawing is October 15th and it's a DC map by DC artist and owner of Territory, Tori Patridge. She creates and illustrates maps to help celebrate the most amazing memories in cities and neighborhoods that you love. Whether you call them home, whether you had your first kiss there, you purchased your first apartment. She's a woman-owned independently run business and sustainable local printing methods is also something that she uses. And when it comes to community, that is her passion. Creating thoughtful and uh, beautiful centric goods from se- is her second nature. Her store is absolutely beautiful. She has one located in D.C. and she has maps all across major cities from Atlanta, Baltimore, Arlington, D.C. neighborhoods, Boston, wherever your favorite spot is. I love these hand-drawn, hand-painted maps. They are beautiful. And you can also enter 
at uh, The Sarah Fraser Show and check out You Could Be Winning the DC Map. In the meantime, go to Territory.com, shop her collection, and use code Sarah, S-A-R-A-H, for 20% off your map order. All right, today's episode we're getting right into. I'm obsessed with Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Tonight is the fourth, the four-part series, only the second time in Housewife history that there has been four parts of a reunion. Is that exciting, Schman? Schman's excited Look I love Erica Jane I feel like the moment She stepped on the scene And patted her puss I was like This is my spirit animal But anyway We all know she is embroiled With legal drama Because of her husband Tom Girardi Who very famous Famous Aaron Brockovich uh, Lawyer And we thought Was uber rich But I guess Was actually embezzling From um, you know Crash victims Burn victims I mean kind of The lowest of the low Well Celebrity attorney and criminal defense attorney Ronald Richards is on the show. You may have seen his tweets. Erica Jane actually goes back and forth with him on Twitter. But Ronald gives a really great interview. In fact, he says there's three fatal mistakes that Tom made that got him to the point of embezzling from his very own clients. He reveals what those are. He's seen a sneak peek of the four-part reunion. He says he kind of reveals if Erica comes off more humble, angry. And he also talks about, Erica mentioned on this season that she couldn't really be sympathetic because people would find her guilty. So what does an attorney feel about that? If she had been more humble, would people have thought she was guilty? Well, Ronald reveals all that. I think you're going to really enjoy this interview. So here is Ronald Richards. You know, Ronald, you really sort of follow a lot of celebrity cases and you break it down in layman's terms for those of us who are not attorneys. I, I try to do that. I think that um, it, there was a huge gap between uh, people that were not really practicing lawyers uh, that that aren't, weren't in the mix every day in these courts. So I felt like they could provide some analysis, but it helps to get you know a, a bird's eye view of someone that's actually there. And then there was a uh, people that have never practiced law that are opining and then people that don't even know how to access the court dockets that are opining. So I figured when I started doing this, that the public needed sort of another angle that would give them the perspective that I'm providing. Well, I'm addicted to your, to following you because honestly, like I get confused as to what Tom Girardi is even actually charged with. And if Erica's even charged with anything. So can you tell everybody, tell everyone how you're connected with the Tom Girardi embezzlement fraud. He's declared bankruptcy. Give us the overview of how you're connected to this case. Okay. Uh, the way I became connected to the case was initially I saw some symptoms of things Tom Girardi was doing in the local courts and in a uh, district court in Illinois that I felt were improper for lawyers. And I started hearing about things he was doing with clients, like not giving them their settlement money immediately upon a settlement. And there's other lawyers that I've called out over the years um, because I wasn't afraid of their threats. That they were going to sue for defamation or something because um I wanted to basically expose some of the things he was doing. So I started publicly basically commenting about it. Okay, and then, so how long ago yeah. was that, Ronald? How long ago did that? That was last year, like in November of last year. Okay, so that's kind of when you first got word, because now there's a lot of people going, well, you know, Tom Girardi, especially in L.A. circles, a lot of people had started to talk several years ago that maybe things were not on the up and up with Girardi Keys, right? Right, that's correct. Okay. It wasn't uniformly subscribed to by most lawyers. 
Got it. Okay. When you represent a lot of clients, you're always going to have people that complain or file complaints. And that doesn't necessarily mean the lawyer is stealing from their clients. Not like what we saw in Girardi. All right. So tell me this. Then how is Erica connected? Because my understanding is you are representing a trustee, right, to try to recover some of the money. And you're looking into, we all know, because it is true, right? There's actual proof that Erica Girardi received 20 to $25 million from Tom, right? And the law firm? No, no, no that's not actually correct. Let me just let me just clarify two things. First of okay. all, all the views I express on this broadcast are mine and not the views of my client, who's the trustee. I want to be very clear about that. These, this is my own views um, under my First Amendment pr- privileges. So I just want to be that disclaimer and that these are my own opinions. With respect to um, Erica Girardi, she didn't really receive money directly from Tom. Tom ran his operation uh, where he actually did not give her any money directly. Um, he, he didn't put his house in her name. He had a lot of separate property. It, it's not what people think, actually. What he did do, what the firm did do, is pay all of her expenses for her company and booked it as a receivable. But it's highly doubtful that Erica was the one in charge of this financial apparatus. It was Tom and his accountants and CEO that were actually driving this bus. Erica was just the beneficiary of that money. And um, I have a very good relationship with Erica's lawyer, and and I'm hopeful that everyone will realize that the, the easiest way to resolve this is to get some of that money returned, not without an admission of liability, not that you're a bad person, but obviously we know now it was a mistake for the law firm to give her, through paying her expenses, $25 million. That, that shouldn't have happened. So now we know that we want to fix that, and I'm hopeful we can fix that and very optimistic. And the lawyers are always friends, by the way. I feel like people don't realize that unless, you know, I've been in the entertainment business, so I've had a lot of entertainment attorneys, but the attorneys are always friends. So Evan Burgess, right, is her is her yeah. attorney. And I'm sure all the attorneys get together. They all know each other. You all work with each other of all the course. time. Of course. I mean, I would never say a bad thing about Mr. Burgess. I mean, we're, right. we have a great line of communication. I mean, we, he has to represent a client, but look, it's not personal. I want I'm going to help his client. There's there's a motion coming up where they want to get permission to sue her in Chicago. I, I'm not in favor of that. I, 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 I don't want Erica to deal with this the rest of her life. I want, you know, want to end it. So, Ronald, but you're looking into if, in fact, Ron, um, Erica paid taxes, right, on the 20 plus million. Is that is that kind of not, re- not really? I don't I mean, she she didn't pay any taxes. Either did Tom. So I don't need to. That's not, we don't have to worry about that. I'm not, I'm not the IRS. I'm not looking into anything. I'm just commenting that their deductions uh, got rid of all their income and you can't have, you can't deduct the expenses, but then say it's a receivable. I mean, the whole thing is a mess, but I don't think it's Erica's mess. I think other people created the mess, but to be clear, that doesn't mean she gets a windfall completely. Everybody's got to have a little pain so the creditors, including the victims, get some of the money back. That's it. And then we have other sources, by the way, Sarah, of, of revenue. We have all these cases that are going on. And, and the, the trustee's done an amazing job of getting a portion of those cases. 
Okay, so tell me why you've done this very publicly. Because Erica goes after you. And, you know, she in the recent one where you said, you know, what do all the attorneys, this was on your Instagram and your and your Twitter, what do all the attorneys from Girardi Keese have in common? You know, none of them have given back their bonuses. None of them have admitted or really helped the victims. And she, she basically wrote underneath, you know, finally you're looking in the right direction. You know, you really are dumb or something. So right. you two have gone back and forth. Why did you decide to make it so public? Because it looks like, I think, for us that you're basically doing it for publicity. I know that's a, that's a, honestly a shocking conclusion. If anybody knew my legal history of almost 30 years in Southern California, where if you just go to my website, you'll see that I, I've been on TV like 400 times. I've been a legal analyst almost 700 times. I have 30 published opinions. It's ridiculous. Honestly, it's laughable, but what do I care? It, it's no, the reason is there's a few things I want to clarify. First of all, the, I'm only authorized to go after Erica, not all these other people. And I realize that it's frustrating for her because I'm very tenacious and she thinks that I'm picking her. However, prospectively, I'm hopeful that I can get permission to go after other people. And then and we can all work collaboratively. So I am going to go after other people, hopefully, because I had to develop evidence and I expect Erica to help me with that evidence. Um, With respect to um, the the Twitter feed, Twitter is not social media. It's no different than like than like a press release or me talking to reporters when we leave the courthouse and kind of updating them. On a case, attorneys do this every day in America. They talk to the media, but I'm not savvy on typing out a press release. It's easier for me to whip out the information on Twitter. Now, I don't get any quote publicity because I don't need any publicity. I have 80 files that I work on. I'm licensed in two jurisdictions. I have cases, a ton of work on the East Coast, the West Coast, the Southeast. It's uh, honestly like, I can't respond to some of these comments because they're laughable if they understood how many cases I have to process. So I understand that someone may think, oh, this lawyer is just getting publicity. If I never have to get a, do another interview on Girardi, I won't be upset. However, this is the most prolific fraud on clients in the history of Southern California legal circles. So we're not talking about $5 million here. We're talking about 50 plus million dollars of client funds that have been diverted. Um, and we know that 25 million of firm money was given to Erica's expenses. That doesn't mean it's from clients because, of course, Girardi was entitled to profits potential and some of that, but he borrowed most of this money. And so the issue is we have to deal with it now. So it's not fair to the public to let her or anybody else give an inaccurate narrative. That's why I give my narrative. So you're hearing it from someone that's actually doing the case and that has information that's bankable. I always put a lot of documents with my tweets. I don't know if you noticed that. It's not just Ronald Richards talking. I back it up. So that's why I do it. I don't get any, quote, notoriety that I need. Like, you got to appreciate the wealthy people that our office represents are not looking at page six or us weekly, U.S. weekly to hire us. I mean, it's ridiculous. I have, you know, extensive experience in the secured debt space and collecting money for people, investigations that, that you don't need media to get you clients. By the way, no lawyer gets their clients 
from an interview. They get th those are not the clients that are going to hire you. You get clients from referrals from other well capitalized people that say this lawyer collected twenty million dollars for me. He's very effective, or she is very effective. I've never got a client ever in my career, Sarah. I'll put this out there from someone watching a podcast or YouTube or me being on TV. Never in my whole career. You might now. Nine thousand clients, maybe. Yeah. I mean, I've got an inquiries. I've developed professional relationships. I've developed media contacts. Like when I want to bust out a story and like have it. When I feel a reporter is going to do a great job. I'll interface with that reporter, but never like has a wealthy, capitally funded entity said, you know, I saw Ron Richards on Sarah Frazier <laughs> and I'm going to hire him. That's you ridiculous. Wait. It'll be my friend Lenny Dykstra out there in Los Angeles. He'll be calling you for a DUI. Arrest. The problem is I may have a conflict. I think one time we had an issue, but I, I fortunately I don't think I filed against Lenny. So oh. There may not be a conflict. He's always welcome to call. Me. Everybody knows Lenny. All right. Tell me this yeah. really quick. I got so many questions for you. I want to get through. Sure, who, sure. who are you hoping that Erica helps you investigate the other attorneys at Girardi Keys or or who else? Whoever, whoever Erica believes it uh, helps Tom basically divert this money. I mean, because she would have some, now that she knows what happened, she would have some knowledge that could be helpful. And the more money we collect and the more participation, the better, the easier it is to settle the case. Like I said, she's, we need to work collaboratively. That's in her best interest and our best interest. We, I already know Erica makes X amount from her show. I hope she works there forever because they pay over half a million a year, yeah, according know. to reports in the New York Times. So uh, I'm happy that she's working. I, like I said, Erica did nothing wrong, like from a sort of an intentional standpoint. It's simply a function of, hey, you got a bunch of money. The law firm had an open book account. I want to collect on the account. Obviously, you can't pay all that money back. It's been spent. Let's work out an arrangement. It doesn't have, it's not negative. And then I'm going to go after all these other people. That, that, that's what I want to do. Okay, so Ronald, I, from what you're saying, I gather from your investigation, what you're saying is you don't believe that she really did know that Tom was embezzling. Is that kind of what you're saying? You mean stealing from clients? Yeah. I don't think, I don't think Erica, uh, there's no evidence that I've seen that Tom told Erica, I'm stealing from clients. And I want you to help me steal it. Like, well, she doesn't talk to clients. I mean, why would I think that? I mean, I, I, I think people get confused. Her, her liability is because she got money for nothing. Imagine, Sarah, if I said to you next week, I'm paying all your bills and your husband's bills for the next two years. Sounds and good. You, would you think in your head that somebody, somebody's going to knock on your door one day and say, wait a second, where did Ronald Richards get that money? And if that money is from other people and you didn't give me any consideration for it a bankruptcy trustee could claw it back does that make sense to you yes erica didn't yeah. do anything for that Th those are not firm expenses erica's expenses for ej global are not firm expenses that's why th they could be clawed back they're, they're, they don't make any sense okay so it's not about whether she knew i don't want to get into her mind or her private marital communications with her husband i'm not allowed to ask her by the way what she talks to her husband about it's privileged
Why? Look, you have worked with huge celebrities from Cameron Diaz. I mean, Joe Francis, who we all know from Girls Gone Wild. You know, you've lived in Hollywood. Why, Tom Girardi is painted as a genius to all of us. Genius attorney, Aaron Brockovich, the film. He had to have known this is illegal. So in your experience with working with wealthy people who become greedy, I mean, what the fuck do you think happened? Do you think he just, the, the bills got overwhelmed? He was so in love with Erica. He wanted to cre- make her a star. I mean, he knew, I mean, they paint him like this genius. So he had to have known like what he was doing and he would get caught. I mean, what do you think? Just greed? Well, no, I, I have a very good handle on what happened because I have an access to the historical financial records. Um, there's two, three things that were going on here. One is... Okay, quick pause to thank two more of our sponsors. Mom Things. Mom Things is a, is a subscription box service for moms. I love them. They're a bi-monthly box company to help you feel pretty, feel pampered, and prepared in the kitchen. So they give you something that matches all those treats. You can also build a box at their website, themomthings.com, or you can sign up for a subscription. Send one to the favorite mom in your life or yourself. You're a mama, Treat yourself to great things every single month. And of course, I got a code for you. Use my code TSFS for the Sarah Fraser Show, TSFS for 25% off your first box. I love it. Julie is a mom herself and a woman-owned business. You can follow her on Instagram at mom underscore things to see the latest and unique gifts that they have in every single box. There's less than 65 boxes available for this month, and they're filled with some of the best treats, including a face shaver, which you all know if you're following me on Instagram, I shave my face a lot, and you guys have wanted to know, like, what do you use? What do you use? Well, get a box from Mom Things and you get a professional face shaver in there. The hair will not grow back faster or thicker. I'm obsessed. You'll also get a beautiful stainless steel bowl there that's great for travel, a satin uh, silk pillowcase, which is awesome to help those fine lines, wrinkles. And if you have acne, boom, it helps with all that. And of course, there's many other treats, but go to her website, themomthings.com. On addiction, I've been working with actonaddictionnow.org. If you or someone you know is battling substance use disorder, this is an amazing resource for you. It's online, in-person treatment and counseling. A lot of it's free. Some of the in-treatment uh, is does cost money, but they have amazing counselors and so many resources. Actonaddictionnow.org. And I recently got to sit down with some of the members of the organization, and here's what they had to say. You know, depending on the circumstances that you found yourself in, you know, they say that with addictions, genetics loads the gun and environment pulls the trigger. It's getting patients with the right resources. So our goal is to have those outpatient services as well as supporting with any inpatient services that that person might need. You can call our call center at ANOVA. You can also walk into an emergency room because you're in acute crisis. No matter where you enter, we're going to assess you. We're going to make recommendations for the right level of care and try to help you, you know, obtain those services. We will have the opportunity to add an additional 20 private beds inside the facility for patients who may need to stay a little longer to work through their diagnosis or their treatment plan. The first word that comes to mind is family. When you interact with our team members, they care about you as a person. It's not black and white, we all know that. I would say, you know, if you're curious at all, it's worth a peek around the curtain. Um, he loved Erica's glam, okay? I mean, it, look, she has a lot of glam, let's face it. She, she has, I mean, come on. I, I'm not a woman, but I think Erica, had, uh, prior to this exploding, I mean, what a what a setup, right? 
What the heck? Sounds good to me. $40,000 a month on makeup and hair and plus plastic surgery and my waistline looking slim. I'm here for it. He was spending 200000 a month on, on this stuff, really. It was a lot, like a, a lot of expenditures on, on the credit card stuff. So, like, I'm just telling you this. He loved uh, the limelight, and there's nothing wrong with that. By the way, he never gave her anything. He never gave her a house. He never gave her any security except for her career. So people should know that, that, that he spent all of his money on her career, a lot of it, honestly. And so that's what she got out of this marriage. It wasn't like he bought her real estate everywhere. So um, he loved seeing her, and I believe he was very happy about that. It's obvious from the clips and from the way – I mean, I'm a lawyer. I know lawyers that date women. I know female lawyers that date men. I know what lawyers like to spend their money on because nothing comes easy as a lawyer. you got to actually work for your money. So um, he enjoyed – what she brought to the table. I mean, they met at Chasen's, an iconic restaurant. I mean, it's like I, I used to go there as a kid with uh, my dad, who was a musician and a band leader. I knew the manager. I mean, come on, I grew up at that restaurant. So Tom was old Hollywood, old Beverly Hills. Um, you know, he lived in Pasadena, which is like the, uh, uh, the central area for old money, waspy L.A., I mean, that's where he was from. He's a member of the California Club. All the things. He had a building on Wilshire right just outside of downtown. This is like as old money as you can get. Okay. Okay, so he meets Erica, and he spends all this money, and then... How ironic! I love this. Got a new podcast for you to listen to. Yes, I do. It's the Dr. John Delaney Show. Schman and I were actually playing a clip from Dr. John's podcast because he was doing the topic of are youth travel sports ruining families? Well, Dr. John Delaney has over 20 years of sitting with families and dealing with hurting people and mental health issues. He has a PhD in counseling. Delaney walks alongside real people as they navigate tough decisions. And this is actually something that I really enjoy about his show. It's caller driven. I feel like I'm going to have to get a collar-driven show, Dr. John. I love this. Anyway, listen to the Dr. John Delaney Show wherever you get your podcasts, or you can follow the link in the description of this podcast episode. I always make it very, very easy to find my sponsors and people that I partner with. So start downloading and listening today to the Dr. John Delaney Podcast. Enjoy. Hero Breads. Oh my gosh. Chef's kiss. Do you love carbs? I'm obsessed. Give me a croissant. Give me a tortilla, baby, every day, slathered with some hummus. Yes, please. And then a lot of veggies, a little turkey burger in it. Okay. Um, That's my own proprietary sandwich. Thanks. (laughs) Hero Breads right now offering 10% off. Go to hero.com. Co. Enter the promo code TSFS. You are getting 10% off. Now, Hero Bread is so delicious and flavorful, soft, fluffy. In fact, so fluffy that KJ loves it, slathered with butter and cinnamon every day. They're known for their products to have zero to one grams of net carbs, zero sugar, and high in fiber. So what are you waiting for? Don't give up being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use the code TSFS at checkout. That's TSFS at H-E-R-O dot C-O. Do you hear that? That is the sound of the brand new and delicious You Natural conception for her in their juicy strawberry gummy flavor. 
oh my, this is now my favorite thing to take. It's a fertility aid. If you haven't heard about them, they are unbelievable with thousands of five-star reviews on Amazon. Go and read them for yourself. And they're famous for their conception for her and conception for him formula, which Schman, my hubby, has been taking for over a month because it takes two to tango. Conception for her fertility aid is a well-researched baby. They have ingredients like ashkawanda, zinc, magnesium that can help you on that journey to have a healthy baby. So what are you waiting for? Go and order now. You're going to love it and I want to hear from you. Check out You Natural on Amazon and use code FRASER20 for 20% off Conception for Her, Conception for Him, and the Conception Bundle. That's EU Natural on Amazon or follow the link on our website for 20% off Conception for Her, Conception for Him, and the Conception Bundle with the promo code Fraser 20. That's F R A S E R. The number's 20. 10 years ago, I lost 60 pounds mindful eating, and today I have kept the weight off. I never think about food, I never count calories. Honey, I don't even use one of those darn trackers or apps. I live with food freedom, and I want that for you if you are ready and you want it. And that's where my optimal body comes into play. Visit myoptimalbody.com to request an appointment and be sure to let them know that the Sarah Fraser Show sent you so you can qualify for a free personalized assessment plus a bonus free 30 day supply of their gut repair product when you sign up for a customized plan. That is myoptimalbody.com to request an appointment. Why I wanted to partner with Dr. Applin is because he is a doctor that gets to the cellular and gut reason of why you can't lose weight and keep it off. They also work with your mental capacity as well. So many of us are emotional eaters. They address that and their clients see long-term success. If you are ready to lose weight, keep it off, and you don't want to do crazy Ozempic, myoptimalbody.com and tell them the Sarah Fraser Show sent you. Unlike my office, which is basically, if you can't pay us, we're not representing you type office. Like we don't want to take people that are widows and orphans or poor people or marginal people. I'll work out something else with them. Like if it's a, someone's in trouble, I'll try to help them, but I'm not going to take a retainer from them. We don't, I don't want someone that is leveraging to pay us. That's not a good fit because I don't, I don't want the stress of their stress, if that makes sense. Absolutely. But Tom represented the poorest of the poor on a contingency. Okay. And so he had to finance that huge overhead in his office, all those salaries, all the experts, the depositions, the court costs are crushing. So he would, every single case I've ever seen of Tom's had a lender attached to it. So basically it'd be like buying a house with 20% down and then financing your down payment of, of uh, the 20%. So you're, you're, you initially get the bank loan for 80% and then Tom would get the case and then he financed the rest of the receivable before they ever made the settlement. That's how he operated. They would take that money and use it for his other cases. So it was constant shuffling of the money. And so he overextended himself because he's kind of a dummy financially. Like he would sign personal guarantees. He'd have Erica subordinate their community property. He'd have Erica sort of tangentially get involved in agreeing to some of these loans, putting liens on your house, all the stuff a lawyer should never do. You don't involve your family in your practice because if something could always go wrong, Sarah, and then what are you going to do? Tell your wife, oh, we're losing the house because I didn't settle the case. I mean, then you shouldn't have taken the case. Like you don't want law to be what's called a high risk investment. You want your office to be, hey, I show up, I work hard, 
I get paid and I go home. If all of a sudden you're going home and you're worried about how do I pay my law firm debts, you're not a very good lawyer on the business side. And Tom was very bad at operating a profitable law firm. In fact, he always lost money. Wow. Okay? Because he spent all the money on other things. And he never had what um, a lot of responsible lawyers have. Like our office and most good offices, we could pay our bills for years, Sarah. If all the work stopped like during the pandemic for six months, no work. You know why? Because there was no court cases. So nothing was moving. Everything was getting static. And when I say no work, obviously there was a lot of one-offs, mediation, stuff, but a litigator needs case flow. If that's a, a term of sure. art, you need case flow. I need judges to make rulings, moving the cases along. If there's a bottleneck and everything stops, how do you make any money? You don't. You just, you basically starve to death because nothing is getting settled. Nothing is moving forward. And then on the defense side, if nobody's filing lawsuits, there's no defense work. So it's a chain reaction. Got it. Okay, so what was, what is the third? So we know Tom was not great with money. We know that the way his business was set up, it was kind of like you had to wait to get these payments. In the meantime, you had to pay your money. He was always leveraging. And then what was the third thing? I think you had said. The third, yeah, the, 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 third, the third thing is that he had a, a personal lifestyle with private planes and uh, $99,000 to be members of elite clubs. And he not was not a very good saver. Okay. And so he never had uh, a, a, like what, what we would call working capital in his accounts that would be there for a rainy day. So he, and, and he was always very leveraged all the time. And then he would bring on a lot of partner lawyers to do a lot of the work. He would pony up with people like joint ventures. Sure, sure. Which, yeah, which always sort of, a lot of these lawyers got stiff, like like the one that you saw that filed uh, your first lawsuit, Edelson. But I mean, there's 50 others just like him that didn't get their, their split fees paid. But Tom did a lot of those, and that would dilute their profits. Got it. All right. I know we have a limited time, so I want to get into because you you've obviously watched this season of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Tell me this in watching it. What do you, what mistakes do you think Erica made on camera this season, if any? Well, I think that the problem is, is that when they started filming, she didn't have all the information and she's committed herself to certain positions that if she was ever in litigation, she could be it'd be hard for her to like know which way is up or down right and left because she's sort of the, the facts have gone in 10 different directions but she's committed herself to certain positions that are easily uh, undermined and then secondly the uh other problem is is because she doesn't know what to do really there's been no sort of reach out to the victims of the firm which are really one component of the creditors of the estate. It's not just the victims. There's lawyer creditors, banking creditors. The bankruptcy code doesn't discriminate in favor of client victims, which the public and the sympathy and who we're all rooting for is the clients that got defrauded, not lenders. However, you know, the law is not so clear on that. You know, if you're a creditor, I mean, I was helping a woman this morning at no charge trying to get her to file a claim. I get a lot of a lot of emails from clients that are that are stuck and um, and that are stuck with things and sure. they don't uh, they don't know what to do. Ronald 
Michelle, what did you make of Erica's attitude on this season? Because there's been a lot of debate about that, you know, going after Sutton, going after the women. And Erica sort of at one point said, look, I'm damned if I do, I'm damned if I don't. If I start crying and I break down for the victims, it seems like I knew something. If I, you know, if I'm too aggressive, I'm a bitch, you know, so so this is who I am is basically her her argument. And I'm going to troll the trolls, you know, fuck them. They have no clue what's going on. Nobody knows what's happening in my life. What do you think of that attitude? Is that is that a good stance for a client? Not that's that's not really a good stance because um, I don't see how you have any downside by being sympathetic to what happened to people. I, I mean, you're you don't need to like own it. You just need to recognize it. Okay, but I mean, that's her that's her personal choice. So if she had even so you think it would have looked better even if she had recognized and she did, I think, at points of this season say, well, you know, of course, you know, it's about the victims. It's about the victims. But it, it, a lot of people don't think she looked very empathetic. So she could have been more empathetic, you're saying, and it, it, it would have been fine. I mean, again, everyone does things differently. But um, if, if my spouse had taken, you know, breached their fiduciary obligations to their clients. I mean, the first thing I would have done is set up a fund with my earnings and said, look, I don't, I, I'm not going to give you all my money because I need to live, but sure. here's, you know, 50,000 bucks, here's a hundred thousand. I'm going to donate this every year to a fund and, and I'm going to help use my star power to raise money for you. You know, there's a lot of things to do here. I mean, why be silent about it? It's not an admission. I mean, this whole thing about an admission, I mean, I, I'd i be happy if she said, look, I'm going to voluntarily return some of this money, but you have to publicly say it's not an admission of guilt or liability. And of course, I would agree to that. I mean, I don't know. I, I Look, she's probably furious that she was a loyal wife all these years. And this is how she has to be, you know, spend the last next few years of her life dealing with her husband's misdeeds that's got to be very frustrating for her and i feel bad about that because from all outward purposes she's a super wife to him yeah she she seems like she and look i, I so i think you're right right you think that she's kind of has this attitude because look the woman's gone from private jet having her own jet I mean, now she's going to be on United, two jets. two jets. Now she's going to be on United, you know, or Spirit with the rest of us. So you think well, she did Southwest <laughs> last week to Vegas? <laughs> That's going to be. I mean, so I that was a shocker, I'm sure. I hear from my, well, a couple of my wealthy friends who have then gone broke. Nothing's worse than when you were private and then you go back. So, you know, I guess, I guess she's experiencing that. But it's, wait. it's so funny you said that, sir, because I mean, I fly all over the place um, in, in all sorts of modes of transportation, but I mean, Come on, how bad is a 787 from D.C. or Newark to L.A.? I mean, it's not that bad. I mean, plus, you meet interesting people. I mean, all of us, you've been captive. I mean, I I like my job because I get to meet people. I don't want to be, I don't like to be segregated. I, I like being with everybody else. I don't like to be on a snooty plane without the public. I um, like the public. I, hey, so do I. I mean, look, they're on my show all the time. But for Erica, yeah. I think it was different. All right. Now, look, you got a, a um, early screening of the reunion. The first part of the reunion airs tonight. It's only the second time in Bravo history that they've done a four part. And of course, Erica tweeted, why would that be? Because of me, obviously. Um, you say that Andy Cohen and the team answered a lot of the questions that you had. They did. It looks that way. Give me an example of a question you wanted answered. And then tell me, how do you think Erica looked in the reunion? Did she look more humble? Are we going to see a more humble version of Erica and a, a version of Erica that explains some of these bizarre things like Tom 
having a burglar and you know break in and her son rolling the car. So what? I know that was like three questions in one, but tell no, me. No, I got. It. I think Andy drilled down on the money and that like she received all this money and and how does she not explain explain it? Which is the weakest link in her positions. And I think that she does. She's going to come across as angry and uh, uh, um, the normal Erica. I as people shouldn't get confused. This is not a deposition. She doesn't have to act like uh, a litigant. She needs to act like her character on the set, which even though it's non-scripted television, people like watching the Erica that brings in the ratings. I mean, you can't get confused. This is a business of ratings. And the reason why we're all talking about it is because Andy makes them uncomfortable and why I think the show is going to have off the chart ratings tonight. I'm going to watch it because there's stuff on there that you can't explain. And Andy was true to his billing and did not hold back the punches. Now, if they edit it all out, then there's nothing I can do about it. But I mean, it looks like he knows that what's going to drive the ratings is this. Mm. Oh, my God. 100%. We're all hanging on, right? You know, we're all really interested. Okay, I adore Eric. I'm a huge Erica Jane fan. I I loved her from the beginning. I thought it was great that she was sort of this edgy, you know, Pat the Puss type chick in this L.A. environment. So um, is there a chance that Erica could see any jail time? And what about Tom? Could could Tom actually go to jail at 81 or 82? I I don't think he's going to go to jail because he's smart enough where this crazy defense was where he uh, got a conservatorship appointed to him. So he has no capacity. You can't have someone charged in a criminal case if they can't interact with their counsel. Um, So I don't think Tom, uh, uh, the, um, the, uh, I don't think Tom um, is going to see any any jail jail time time because no, because he's, um, he doesn't have capacity to help his lawyers out. Got it. Got it. Yeah, I don't I don't think he can do that. And, and Erica uh, never did anything criminally wrong, right? So she's not There's no way they're going to be able to prove that Erica had any criminal intent uh or or did anything. It's not even a, a open for discussion. I mean, there's no uh I mean, whatever's out there with taxes or that's not criminal, it's civil and I don't I, there's not even you would be a waste of time because because the only person that was legally responsible for client money was the lawyer. I mean, the, the, the spouse isn't charged with knowledge of of how the credit card bills are paid or when the, the firm is paying all of her vendors unless there's sort of, uh, uh, you know, unless Tom produced, you know, all these emails between them where he's telling her he's stealing money and she's writing back, steal some more. That That's just not there. Yeah, you know, right, I, and right. I've, I've seen a lot of emails and I think it is what it is. She, she, she separated, protected her post-separation earnings and wanted to break it off because she saw the Titanic sinking. And that happens in a lot of marriages. I mean, I, what good person is going to, I mean, why would you want to be married to someone and be on TV and then thinking that the glam is being financed by shams. I mean, why would you want to do that? Right. So that to me, if, if it was secret, you'd have a, it'd be more suspicious. But she's running around TV spending all this money. If she had knowledge it was stolen, she'd be in big trouble. I mean, why would anybody to me? That's a bad idea. I don't I don't think this is a 
the legal issue I'm dealing with in my case. Everyone needs to follow you. You're on Twitter, Ronald Richards. You're on uh, Instagram, Attorney Ronald Richards. And are you going to be following the Jen Shaw case at Real Housewives of Salt Lake City like you have, Eric? I mean, I know you kind of have a direct involvement with this, with the client. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. I'm, 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 I'm uh, covering that. And I'm actually, uh, I'm going to be on a um, uh, uh, an ABC broadcast, but I'm not going to talk about it because I don't want to have the producer call me again and have a call with me. Even though I'm not under contract, okay. I'm going to zip it until the show airs. All right. And, uh, and uh, but, but I do post uh, on Twitter, of course, everything that goes on in Jen Shaw's case. Absolutely. Oh, my God. That... I'm, I'm, I, whatever I comment on Twitter is going to be about material that is different than what I did on the on-air program. And that one, I think she is going to go to jail, is just from... I don't think it looks good. Uh, yeah. yeah, you follow Michael Avenatti. You were one of the first people to to kind of see that he was such a fraud, which is such a bummer. I thought he was so great representing Stormy Daniels, but he's a crook too. Allegedly, he's the I biggest guess. crook of them all. Uh, I mean, Girardi's Girardi got overextended and is sort of a crook to a lot of degrees. But Michael Avenatti's crimes are you know blatant misrepresentations to clients, and uh, he just. I mean, he's representing himself in his criminal trial, filing one motion after another because this is the last case he's ever going to get to practice law in. And he's doing a great job, you know, defending himself much better than if he, his counsel. And he's putting the government to task, which is his right to do. And I feel no sympathy for the government because they're well armed and well fortified and well resourced. And he, it's his trial, it's his show. But I'm just saying, when I read all of his motions and everything, it's all what we call Pyrrhic victories. There's nothing substantive because if he did get a mistrial after 18 days, but now he's got to try the case again. And at the end of the day, he, he did lie to his clients. The evidence is going to show that. And he did divert money. Um, and if he magically pulls out a, a ball of tricks that says, oh, um, they had other side deals with me and here's more expenses, I'd be be the first one to eat my words, but I don't think it's going to happen. These lawyers. Him for all these years. You all are huh? so, I can't believe these lawyers, you know, they're all, I mean, you work so hard and then the, the, the shit they're up to. Okay. Ronald, tell me this. Is there anything else we need to like be on the lookout for coming up? You know, sometimes um you, you have some other things coming. I don't know if there's another big court date, but is there anything with the Erica Girardi, Tom Girardi case that we should be on the lookout for? And then I, I want to tell everyone where they can find you and follow you. Yeah, the, well, we have a status conference uh, in mid-November coming up with with the judge, and he's going to set dates, and we're going to um, everyone will have a good idea of where the case is going to go. And I think hopefully they'll see that we have a lot of um, collaboration. And then on November second, there's an attempt to basically drag Erica to Chicago, which we're believe it or not going to be on the same side of Erica. Uh, unless we work something out with these lawyers uh, to wait, uh, not having her go to Chicago. So the credible irony is after all this, I'm going to be arguing with Evan on the same side. If, 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 you know, these strange bedfellows in bankruptcy court, because of certain legal reasons, you know, I'm already filed an action against her covering all these claims. And there's all these legal reasons, but I, in the, in the incredible world of bankruptcy, 
Erica and I are going to be on the same team for that hearing. I wonder if her tweets to you will change then. I guess we'll see. We'll have to stay tuned. Well, uh, she left some nice comments with a little dig. I mean, look. <laughs> she did. I, she did. I, <laughs> she I, just. I don't know what to do. You know, look, I, I, she's entitled to leave comments. I, I only respond to her comments. I'm not trying to. I get it. There's a stretch, but her lawyer knows me and I communicate with him regularly. And I don't, he's got to make sure his client understands what I'm doing. I can't talk to her. He's got to do that. But I think it'll all work out. I'm optimistic it's all going to work out. Look, you're so entertaining to follow. People, if if you are obsessed with this Real Housewives of Beverly Hills season and Erica Girardi and Tom Girardi, you really do break it down so we can all understand what's happening. You're going to be following the Jen Shaw case. It's Ronald Richards on Twitter. It's Attorney Ronald Richards on Instagram. Everybody follow him. Ronald, I, it was a treat. I feel like you broke it all down. Thank you for being on. Thank you.